Welcome to the Pro Chess League Podcast. Once again, this is episode two. My name is DJ Allen. And as I'm recording this, yesterday was the uh, Pro Chess League uh, qualifier to get into the league. Um, six teams have qualified. Two are being voted on, and I can pretty much tell you who those teams are going to be. But first, let's go ahead and uh, kind of recap what happened. Um, there was an early qualifier and a late qualifier. The early qualifier was for for those that don't live in the United States. Um, that's I, I'm in the United States, so I'm going to go ahead and relay that as if most of you are listening there. But the, uh, the early qualifier was for non-Western Hemisphere people and the uh, teams and the uh, Eastern Hemisphere, well, that's right. Eastern Hemisphere was the early qualifier. Western Hemisphere was the late qualifier. So basically, uh, international and um, domestic, if you're thinking about that, was the late. So in the early, there was um, a lot of pushing for the Malmu Moomins, who um, I also was curious to see. Uh, I, I wanted to see what their logo would look like. And now that I know that uh, chess.com has somebody, I guess, that specifically makes these, Maybe they'll still go ahead and make one, but um, there was a lot of pushing for the the Malmu Malmu Moomins. That's really hard to say, um, but it it was apparent that uh, certain teams were going to be advancing fairly confidently. So the Moomins did take an early lead in the early qualifier. But it ended up being the Estonia Horses, the Mumbai Movers, and the Armenian Eagles uh, qualifying. And if you were to look at the voting as I'm recording this right now, the Oslo Trolls are going to be the fourth club that gets in. So um, I know that the Re, uh, Re, Reovat Masters were also an option. Um, and I don't, I, I had a really hard time finding out who the other uh, qualifiers were. And um, now that I realize that, let me go ahead and uh, actually tell you who the, the, the possibilities are. But um, it's Oslo is going to win. Um, so the uh, the three that are on the bubble that couldn't be voted in are the Oslo Trolls, the Appledorn Apes, and the Rehavat Masters. On the late qualifier side, the ones that qualified are the Chengdu Pandas, the Seattle Sluggers, and the Australia Kangaroos with the New York Knights, Minnesota Blizzard, and San Francisco Mechanics being on the bubble. So, and in that group, Minnesota is clearly winning um, that vote also. So there was, uh, there was a lot of teams being pulled for the, uh, the action. I did not realize personally was going to be Blitz, but I guess I, I, I guess I w- I'd woken up with the idea that I was going to watch it anyway, and I thought it was going to be not necessarily like traditional length games or anything like that, but not blitz necessarily, but it ended up being a little hard to follow. Um, I personally would have liked to have watched, you know, picked a player, maybe a game or a couple of games by the same player and watched the full length of the game. But the, uh, the commentary crews, both of them, um, cause there was four different people doing it kind of jumped back and forth. And I, I found that a little, personally a little hard to follow, but um, I, I, there was nothing wrong with the early qualifier team. I mean, they were they were perfectly fine. I found more interest in the late qualifier team, though. Um, I am a, uh, a fan of Lawrence Trent, though, so I mean, that, that did kind of push me uh, forward in that direction. 
But uh, all in all, we have the, like I said, the six teams, um, Armenian Eagles, Estonia Horses, Mumbai Movers, with the Chengdu Pandas, Seattle Sluggers, and Australia Kangaroos. There was, uh, I guess, a lot of smack talking going on in the background between Stockholm, um, what was that, Wasabis, and um, the Moomins, I believe, maybe? Um, anyway, they, the, the Stockholm didn't come anywhere near enough to being able to qualify, but I, I found the qualifier was a little bit, it, it was an odd format, but I mean, you have to figure out how to do this somehow. The, the thing I found personally most unnerving was the length of time it took to get, um, any news out about the, um, about the, the, the results. So if you hadn't watched yesterday, like I, I, I watched, but I also wanted to see this the surrounding stuff, what was going on. If you hadn't watched, you could get a couple of people that could remember maybe a couple of the teams. You might get a tweet or two if you trolled through Twitter to find out which teams definitely qualified. But no one really, there was no official news. It was all, it was very disconcerting that it took almost 24 hours from the end of the tournament to when the the official first release of the information and the voting was set up for there to be anything official about what happened. You couldn't, yeah, I, 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 for the life of me, I could not find any of the games. Um, I found some video clips. I found one screenshot of the late qualifier top six finishers, but was there anything like that for the early? No, absolutely not. Um, I, in fact, I, Right up until the news story came out on chess.com, I was still waiting for a the third of the six. So I knew about Oslo Trolls and I knew about Rehav, Rehav uh, the Masters. I can't even say the I don't I don't know how to say that. Um, it was the uh, the uh, Apple Duren Apes. Um, I nobody knew that they had been in the the in the top six. So I mean. I, it's the pro chess league is new I understand but even just a quick these are the uh, this is the hot take these are the six that have not necessarily been verified but this is what the this is what the tournament looked like at this point uh, more official news will be coming out with the the polls I know lots of people were asking about the polls also I, I you know what to set up a poll I can understand it will take some time no problem but to have to have no hot take up is a little bit unnerving with an organization that is trying to be super social so i mean it's it's unfortunate that things were that hard to find i'm glad something came out finally and hopefully in the future this will get, get will get better um and like i said it didn't have to be anything official it didn't have to be anyone putting out these are the six teams that are going these are the six teams that are being voted on. It could have just been this is a this is the hot take. This is the quick. This is the these are unverified, but this is how everybody finished. Thanks for watching. We'll get out all the information later, and then everybody would have had something to chat about. But almost 24 hours later, I mean, yeah. As far as the divisions go, how I think they will play out because um, I know that there was some consideration that there might be some movement um, based on who qualifies so the central division um, currently as without without any changes is Marseille are, are the migraines the snowballs the mosquitoes the blockbusters the lions the towers and the puffins 
Um, the Eastern Division has the Dynamite, the Stormbringers, the Gnomes, the Magicians, and the Direwolves. And I really should be learning how to say the, the locations better. Um, and I, and the, Mars, the Mars say migraines. Anyway, um, what I believe the Central Division will change into would be the Amsterdam Mosquitoes, the Cannes Blockbusters, the London Lions, the London Towers, the Marseille Migraines, Reykjavik Puffins. Uh, I believe the Norway Gnomes and the Oslo Trolls will both be in the Central Division. So the Gnomes moving from Eastern to Central. And then the Trolls being new will be in there. Because in the Eastern Division, um, we're going to have the Delhi Dynamite, the Gorky Stormbringers, the Ljubljana Direwolves, the Riga Magicians, the... Uh, team moving from the central to the eastern division would be the Stockholm Snowballs. And then the, th the other three qualifiers would be Armenia Eagles, Estonia Horses, and the Mumbai Movers. Is how I would adjust them if you are trying to account for a solid line of regionality to keep times as close together as possible. Because, I mean, it's easy to say that there's no problem with the Amsterdam, you know, playing, I don't know, Mumbai but there's a that's a lot of time zones to cross still so I mean it's something to consider the Atlantic as is is Montreal chess bras the uh, Buenos Aires Krakens the Montclair Sopranos the Miami Champions and the Pittsburgh Pawn Grabbers with the Pacific being the St. Louis Archbishops Webster Windmills Dallas Destiny San Diego Surfers Rio Grande Ospreys San Jose Hackers and Las Vegas Desert Rats I believe the Atlantic will now look like Buenos Aires Krakens, um, Miami Champions, Montclair Sopranos, uh, Montreal Chess Bras, Pittsburgh Pawn Grabbers, with the Dallas Destiny and the Webster Windmills coming over into there. And then the, the last team to fill up that would be the Minnesota Blizzard, because they're winning the vote. Um, in the Pacific, you would have nobody moving into it. It would uh, all the places are being filled by new clubs. So the the ones that are there: Rio Grande, San Diego, San Jose, St. Louis. I have Webster in two spots. I I messed something up. I'm missing somebody some there. Um, let's see here. But you'd also include uh, the Australia Kangaroos, the Chengdu Chengdu Pandas, the Seattle Sluggers, and. Uh, I don't know who I am missing right off the top of my head, but I'm missing somebody. San Diego? No, I've got San Diego on there. This is not the time to uh, look through that, though, but, I mean, there's going to be... I, I believe that there's going to be some movement, um, you know, bumping people around, because I'm, I'm positive that Australia and Chengdu are going to be in Pacific on the western edge of the United States, included with them. And it's going to go with... I mean, they're going to go with that instead. Oh, Las Vegas is who I'm missing. Las Vegas will be in Pacific. So there is that, and I'm going to put that in there right now. That That's the way I believe that things will be set up. And then, of course, based on how they set up is how the schedule will be, which is probably going to be the next podcast. But um, I'm going to be podcasting whenever there's news. So... Um, my, my, my hot take on the, uh, event itself, the, the early and late qualifiers, there was a, a little gap in there for those of us that wanted to eat lunch, or in my case, I was, um, running, uh, doing stuff around the house at that time. So, I mean, it gave me a chance to actually get back up and, and do stuff rather than sitting and watching chess the whole time. But, um, it was interesting. 
I would be into it again. I would be more interested in watching a player or two if I could figure out. Maybe it's just my ineptness. Uh, and if somebody knows, please let me know. But I would love to um, look at all the games and then pick a couple of players. Because Vidit Chess, who was a grandmaster, and I don't remember who they said that what actually was, but that Vidit Chess person was just... There was so much going on there in the early qualifier that I wanted to watch Vidit do. And in the second one, I really wanted to watch Hikaru Nakamura um, do his thing because he's supposed to be this chess, uh, this blitz um, superior human being thing. And it's, I, I've watched some of his older feeds, and yes, he is very, he's top of the line. So I, I would want to watch Hikaru when he's blitzing because it's i i want to learn to get better personally but the 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 event as a whole wasn't bad i mean for the the, what it was great but um the there needs to be um from from the league or from somebody speaking about the league or you know what somebody just randomly posting this is the hot take there needs to be information out there right away we somebody needs to say something almost immediately um because people were asking questions all over the place, getting answers. Some of those answers weren't lining up, I know, because I found them and corrected the incorrect answers that I knew the answers to. And then I was also looking for information and couldn't get it because no one was giving me the correct information. So um, I was told, just for the record, I know the Moomins did not get in the top six, but I was told that the Moomins were in the top three. And I know for a fact that that was not correct. So the, the information was kind of flying around without basis, and it just would have been nice to have something official come out from the league. So um, the next podcast I'm intending to do should be a schedule announcement. If something changes, great. If they announce the uh, finalists as to who's actually coming in, which I told you I believe are the Oslo Trolls and the Minnesota Blizzard uh, because of the fan vote, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll pop in after that, have a hot take on that, put on another podcast. But other than that, it's really going to be about a schedule and then about the league itself. So uh, we'll kind of see how things work out. I'll keep an eye out. And I want to thank you for joining me. You can get a hold of me through email, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. I am Instagram uh, at Emerald Spectre, uh, Twitter at Emerald Spectre. You can find everything on the website, emeraldspectre.com. Hopefully that's where you found this podcast. If not, go check things out. Um, there is a brand new Emerald Spectre chess club on chess.com. The information on exactly what the Emerald chess, uh, Spectre Chess Club is going to be will be coming out on November 16th. It's a, it's, an, uh, it's a column that I wrote for my site. It basically outlines what I'm going to be doing with it. But I'll run things for people if they join and want, and, you know, want information. Uh, I, I'll just hold off with the information, but I'll, I'll run things you know, as a club. Um, once again, like I said, thank you for joining me, and hopefully I'll be uh, talking to you again in the very near future. Thank you.